Intro. Five friends are seen in one couple's living room toasting to one success. Steve, may the next chapter be even more exciting than the last. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks, buddy. God, I still can't believe I finally quit my job. Yeah, what happened exactly? You know, I just realized, why am I wasting my life at a job I hate when I don't actually need to work? So I told my boss I quit. That's so badass. Yeah, so cool. So cool, but dude, so cool. I'm so glad he did. Now we can finally start living our lives. So what's the plan? What's next? We're actually going to travel. Europe, Brazil, you name it. And as far as money goes, <laughs> <laughs> we're not worried. Steve has his investments. Investing? I gotta get into that. Oh, you must, Paul. Financial safety is so important. You have to make your money work for you. And there's many ways to achieve it. You can invest in a fund, a business. Steve walks over to a bookcase full of Beanie Babies. Or in my case, I have my Beanie Babies. Oh, wow. Impressive. Yep. Been holding onto these bad boys since 93, and my friends, it is time to cash in. Needless to say, we won't be worrying about money for quite some time. <laughs> <laughs> wow, yeah, that's really cool. But you know, though, I, th I think I heard that a lot of Beanie Babies aren't actually worth that much. How do you mean? I mean, yeah, he's right. They're essentially worthless. Huh. All of them? Most, yeah. Huh. God damn it! Steve pushes over the case of Beanie Babies, smashing it on the floor. Steve! What have you done? That was our life savings! It's worthless, Annette! Don't you see? My life's work wasted! Sweetie, relax. You can still get your old job back, right? No, I can't go back there. Why not? Because when I quit, I talked with my butt like Jim Carrey does. What? I bent over, grabbed my cheeks, and puppeted them like he was doing the talking. What did you say? I, it went something like... Eve turns around and puppets his butt cheeks. Screw you guys, I'm out of here! That's terrible. I know! What are we gonna do, Steve? We're gonna lose the house! Steve has a revelation. Maybe I start drawing Mario full-time. What? You can't make money drawing Mario, Steve. Last week, I drew you a Mario, and you said it was the best one you'd ever seen! It was! It was actually better than the actual Mario. But drawing Mario isn't a job, Steve. Somebody, somewhere, is drawing Mario, Annette. You really expect me to believe that Nintendo has no interest in the man who did this? Steve holds up a crudely drawn Super Mario, dressed incorrectly in green, not red. Steve, I'm sorry, but that really isn't a very good Mario. And you made his clothes green. Isn't that Luigi? Guys, you don't have to lie. It's an objectively perfect Mario. Better than the actual Mario. Yes, baby, but Steve. Annette puts her hand on Steve's shoulder. There's something I need to tell you. What? Annette throws her wine glass away. I shouldn't be drinking that. Why? The reason I'm worried about money is... Annette places her hand on her stomach. You're going to be a daddy. Oh my god. I'm going to be a daddy, baby. I love you so much. I love you so much, too. Steve and Annette embrace. Voiceover as Steve's dialogue rolls across the screen. I ran away that night. Never saw any of those people ever again. Started a new life here in Japan. 
Now I'm Nintendo's number one Mario drawer. And son, if you're reading this, stop trying to contact me. It really bums me out to hear from you. Yours, Steven. I don't even have to do it. Cody did it for me. All right. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Saturday, and you know what that means. It's Friday. It's August. It's not. No, it's not. Definitely not that. Don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. There it is. Hey, you chose it. No, 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 oh. no, it it's thrust upon me. <laughs> it's Friday, and you know what that means, Lindsay. Against my will. Um, it's horse time! time! Here on Podzilla 1985 on the PZ85 Network. My name is Shannon Young. I'm going to be your lead horse for the evening. With me, of course, we have the Stallion Battalion starting off with Double H. Shannon, I'm sorry, but that isn't a very good Mario. <laughs> Kaz, he doesn't have to lie. It's an objectively perfect Mario. Objectively. Lindsay Wolfgong's here with us. Hello. I have a kitty cat that's harassing me. And the DM of the Curse of Strahd campaign coming next Tuesday to PZ85, Kodu Sanducky. I shouldn't be drinking this. (laughs) 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 All right. He's going to be a daddy. So really quick, uh, this is our... This is what our third horse time back since we brought the show back, maybe fourth. And I think yes. this would be a great time to count back the minutes from the last episode because we haven't done that in a while. Do you have the minutes? Oh, with you? yeah. Before so you do that, we've been I, getting I, it. Oh, hold on, I, I am here too. Well, I, well, I said I said Kaz <laughs> yeah, earlier. Too. Everyone knows Kaz. I wanted it twice. I, I didn't get I'm to the proper introduction. Also, with us, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, the, the California raisin himself, Kaz man. <laughs> That's acceptable. I, I enjoy yeah. that. That's now, a good that's one. That's a crudely drawn Mario. Yes. <laughs> I, uh, I did, yeah. I started a Google Doc. I've been using that for a lot of things, you know, for the inquest and for for the sketch that we just did. Yeah. But I did also start one for the minutes. I'll okay, share it cool. with you guys, but I can just read them really quick right yeah, now. Yeah, just save some time. Good. Save some time. Okay. All right. So the minutes from our last show. Yeah. Um, 801. 802. 803. Hunter! God damn it! <laughs> problem with that because i think if i'm my memory serves correctly we started at 807 oh we started we started 809 <laughs> all right so tonight i prepared uh, something special for you guys i put a joke about a horse on my facebook that went over so well to everyone that understood it um, I, I have a list of horse jokes i'd like to read now thank you number one what do you call a horse that likes to stay up late a nightmare. What kind of bread do horses like to eat? Thoroughbred. Why do cowboys like to ride horses? <laughs> because they're too heavy to carry. Cody's already gone. Damn it. How many how, people are we going to lose? How man? do we delete other people's how? internet access? Mm-mm. Wait, wait, wait. What makes a horse sneeze? Hay fever. How much money does a Bronco have? A buck. Uh, Kaz, Kaz, what what did the mother horse say to her uh, her foal? Foul? Foul? No, it's foal. I don't don't remember if I've done this on the show, but I legitimately have a horse joke that is my favorite joke of all time. It's It's gonna take a minute though. It's pasture bedtime. Oh, pasture. I like that. All right, Hunter, go ahead. Well, hold on. Let me tell you. Let me tell you the joke that I put on there that no one got immediately. 
and they had to I ask. Didn't get me. it. He had to explain it to me. All right. Here's the here's the joke. It says, uh, "Jesus, how many things have I po- have I posted lately? Oh my God, where is it? Where is my joke? Yeah, Facebook now does that thing where it's like, okay. oh, you want to see the last thing you did? Mm-mm, can't All right, help. Here All right, here we go. Here we go. A horse walks into a bar and orders a pint. The barkeep says, you're in here pretty often. Think you might be an alcoholic? The horse says, I don't think I am, and vanishes from existence. (laughs) (laughs) Now, for those of you out there right now who are going, what the fuck does that mean? I think, therefore, I am. The horse doesn't think he is, so he doesn't exist. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. All right. The cleverest joke I'll ever fucking make, and no one fucking cared. Okay. So there's this barnyard, right? There's this farmer, and he's got all the collections of animals that he has, horses, cows, chickens, all the things that a farm has. Um, And when the farmer's away, it's like a Toy Story situation. Like, the animals can talk and communicate with themselves and the the whole thing. So uh, one day, there's a horse, a cow, and a chicken that decide that they want to form a band. They hear this car driving by the farm, and it's playing this heavy, like, rock music, and they all go, that's awesome. We want to do that. So the horse uh, manages to get his hands, his hooves, whatever, on the phone, right? And he calls the guitar sitter in the nearest um, city and explains that he wants to learn how to play guitar. And the guy on the phone's like, okay, yeah, we, we offer lessons. We have the equipment. What do you want? And the guy's like, well, well, here's the problem. I'm a horse. And the guitar sitter guy goes, it's, it's no problem, man. I'm good at my job. We'll make it work. You know, come on down. We'll get it figured out. So the horse sneaks out, goes to the guitar center, manages to learn how to play the guitar. And the guy gives him the guitar for free because he's so impressed. Right now, the horse has got the guitar. That's one part of the band. The cow goes, well, I guess probably we're going to need like, you know, somebody on bass, right? You got to have some bass. So the cow calls up guitar center, says I need uh, to learn how to play bass and I need to get one. The guy says, yeah, I can hook you up. And the cow says, well, there's one problem. I am a cow. And the guy goes, I just taught a horse how to play the guitar. Surely I can figure this out, right? And sure enough, he does. The cow makes it to the guitar center, gets the bass, comes back. Now he's grooving, right? Chicken's got to get involved. He's got to do something. He's a little smaller. And he says, I'm going to play the drums, right? I can peck at them. I can, you know, manipulate them a little easier. So chicken calls up the guitar center, tells the guy the situation. He says, there is one problem, though. I am a chicken. And the guy goes, look, at this point, if you don't get it, I can manage it, right? We'll figure it out. Come on down. And the chicken goes to the guitar center, gets himself a set of drums, and learns how to play. These guys are a great three-piece trio, and they're rocking out, right? This goes on for the better part of, like, a couple of months behind the scenes. Um, until that same car goes driving by one day, and here's the whole trio of barnyard animals playing. Uh, and they're just as good as what was playing on the on the radio. Turns out this guy is a record producer, right? And he stops, he steps into the farm and says, look, I got to have the three of you on. This is the most incredible act I've ever seen. You're great at what you do. Plus, you have a unique, uh, you know, setup here. I've got to have you on a label. I want to sign you to a five album deal. Uh, you start touring immediately. And naturally, they sign the deal and they leave the barnyard. They get out uh, <clears throat> and practice and they cut the album and they take the pictures and they do all the stuff. Um, and they're huge. They're the biggest act in the world until they prepare for the first international tour. And the horse finds out that he uh, has some problems <clears throat> happening back at the farm with some of his family, that one of his family members is, is <clears throat> in, in a critical health condition. And it's the night before they're supposed to start the tour. And he says, what am I going to do? You know, I've got to be here, but I need to be there. And the cow and the chicken say, dude, go be with your family. Like, we understand. You've got to be there with him. And he's like, you guys are my best friends. They're all in tears. Thank you so much. You know, we'll make it work. We'll postpone the tour, whatever. 
So the horse goes back. He flies back to the farm and gets to be with his family. Come to find out that the, the health improves and everything's uh, okay. It was his dad who was in bad health, but he, he, he starts to get better. Um, but unfortunately, the plane that Cow and Chicken were on um, uh, crashes. It falls mm-hmm. out of the sky while they're on their way to their, their first tour date. He's lost his best friends. The deal's off, right? The band is gone. Um, there's there's nothing left for the horse's best friends in the world are gone while his family's doing better. He had on, been on his way back to see them. They stop in the, the closest major city, uh, and, and he's just lost. He's lost in the world. He's wandering around in the city. It starts to rain, and the only thing he can think to do is, is drink and drown his sorrows. And so he uh, sees a pub on a nearby corner, and he walks in, and the bartender says, Hey, why the long face? Fucking Christ. My God. Jesus Christ. If you'll excuse me, I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to turn to my left and play Halo 2 while we do the rest of the I'm podcast. Glad I'm, I'm glad I'm already it's, drinking. It is it's, my it's favorite fucking joke because it reminds me every time that I do it of Norm MacDonald and yeah. the moth bit that he does uh, on Conan. It's yeah. the same thing. Doc, I wake hmm. up and look in the mirror and I don't recognize the guy that I see. Kaz, you got any more horse jokes? What do you say? What is it? Do I have any more? Gertrude or whatever name he gives him. Wait, Gertrude? What? Yeah, it's a son. It's a whole thing, man. It's it's look up the the Norm Macdonald moth bit. It's fantastic. Tend to walk in a lot of places because a horse walks into a restaurant. The waiter says, "Hey." The horse says, "Dude, you read my mind." (laughs) God, that actually Uh, that made me laugh a little bit. Admittedly, (laughs) Uh, now I. completely go into a complete tangent here i I just wanted to bring this up i had a today i learned scenario are y'all familiar with the actor terrence howard oh yeah yeah of course oh you mean the original roadie the original roadie (laughs) the one they are not bringing back nope yes i think i might know why today i learned he's a bit fucking crazy yeah he's pretty oh no oh you're just not learning this oh shit oh no today or at least Yep, yesterday um, he has he has claimed that he has reinvented physics and wants to give Uganda uh, Uganda a new form of flight and defense. And his phrase is, "I was able to identify the grand unified field equation they've been looking for and put it into geometry." And with this, we're talking about unlimited bonding, unlimited predictable structures, supersymmetry. And he's talking about what? Thing. Man, I'm surprised like you hadn't heard about him like redoing one plus one equals two. That was a whole one? thing a couple years back. Oh yeah, one sorry. Yeah, one one, yeah. But this me. is taken yes. to a whole new level. He's he's talking about something that he's got that he created called linchpins that apparently have eighty some odd patents pending, and they're supposed to behave like a swarm as a colony, defend a nation, harvest food, and remove plastics from the ocean. Oh, and to top it off, give children of Uganda and the people of Uganda an opportunity to spread this and sell their products throughout the world. Thanks, Did you, did you say these are like robotic things, like little... It's like nanoparticles it? of some sort. Oh, um, yeah. So this guy clearly hasn't played Horizon Zero Dawn. Because <laughs> <laughs> it didn't end well for them. No, also, it did not. Legitimately, when Kaz, when you were telling that story, I thought you said he was going to give that to the people of Wakanda. And I'm like, wow, he really is nuts. <laughs> like, that's bad. Apparently, apparently in my... Like, I, woke out a complete, 
I went down a complete rabbit hole on this whole batshit crazy scenario, and apparently he's also created a new language um, that he has refuted, like it's of symbols or whatnot, and apparently it's called teriology. Um, of course it, it is. Of course yes, it is. Of course. And the defining principle... Can it not be? <laughs> the defining principle of teriology, oh. I feel like this is the future of Scientology, it would seem is that one times one equals two. Right. <laughs> but it, that's not it. It's not. In teriology, it is. You got to have those, you know, super thetons and whatever. Like, no, wait, that's... Hey, Cody, what's, yeah. what's, what's three numbers you can add or multiply to equal the same number? It is way too late for me to even try this puzzle. Cass? Three numbers you can add or multiply count the same number. In a, Zero? Uh, Lindsay, you want to take a shot at it? I mean, zero and any other two numbers would do it because, well, no. It no, zero that. doesn't count. Yeah. Zero plus zero is zero times zero is zero divided that by zero. That doesn't count. Zero is not a number. I mean, that was my I mean, answer. Zero. Is... <laughs> zero. Are we talking about, are we currently hypothesizing or postulating that zero did not... is like the absence of light but in numerical form? Is that what's yes. happening right now? Yes, thank You're you. Not, you did not clarify this whenever you proposed the question. You it, have to have parameters involved so you can create the unified. How, oh, how did God. It? Stop it. Terrence, what did you say here? He created. <laughs> just call him. <laughs> just call <laughs> him up. Just see what he thinks. Hey, buddy, what's up? Hey, Come Terrence. On. Shannon, I, Shannon I, have, I have two American coins that add up to 15 cents, and one of them is not a nickel. What are they? <laughs> God, no, one, no, no one's answered my question first. A wooden <laughs> horse. Wait, I thought they did. I thought that was the thing. It was zero. No, it's one, two, and three. One plus two plus three no. is the same as one times two times three. I am also correct, and you cannot. It, it's just the truth. One plus one plus two plus one. <laughs> yeah, one plus two plus two plus one. All right, I've had All too right, much to, drink to think of that. What was it? I have two American coins, like standard American coins, that add up to 15 cents, and one of them is not a nickel. What are they? One's a horse coin. Nope. I have no idea. Cody knows because he watched The Office. Uh-huh. One what of it? them is a coin that's cut in half, and I don't know which one it is. Nope. <laughs> I got to know. I got to know. What is it? What is it, Cody? I mean, it's a dime and a nickel because the other coin... Right, one's not a nickel, but the other one is. Mother, yeah. fucker. It's a diamond and a nickel. Mother, Ta-da. fucker. But this whole, the whole episode, like <laughs> one of the side stories, is him trying to find a coin that is the exact value of that. Fuck, <laughs> son of a bitch! I hate this show. I, I like the. I hate this show more than any show we've ever when, done. It's when Dwight is trying to give Ryan a hard time with the the. He takes it over for Jim, and so he's using him as like a Jim Patsy, and he starts giving him the the riddles, and Ryan keeps answering them without looking at him. Because one of the other ones is like, a man is found dead in his jail cell, and there's water. And before he finishes it, he goes, yeah, he stood on a block of ice and hung himself. And Dwight's like, damn! He's just <laughs> freaking out off to the side. Yep. Ah. Oh, I like riddles. Hey, riddle me too. this. Riddle- I have a whole no. book of them, actually, that which I legitimately got for uh, Christmas a few years ago to use as puzzles in D&D. But I have run so little actual D&D that D&D. I've not had a chance to do it yet. Cody, riddle me this. Riddle me what? I, no, Strahd's going to riddle you. Hunter, what? I need to talk to you off screen about this because Strahd's turning into cheap-ass Riddler this time. <laughs> what? Campaign's completely changing. What car company just made a very awful decision that could set a terrible precedent for all cars going forward? 
My gut says Tesla because it's making poor decisions all over the place. But It's BMW because their newest car has introduced, I shit you not, oh, the microtransactions. Yay. For your car? Yes. You have to subscribe to... Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, no, Kaz is right. If you want add-ons like high beams, you have to pay extra for them. If you want heated seats, you have to pay extra for them. Not, not just extra. Subscription service. So yeah. if you miss a payment, your high beams go off. Yep. Or your heated seats get revealed. Or your heated seats. I'm waiting for what? the one where it's... Yeah. Hold on. My favorite thing is is at the moment no. that the high beads go off and I hit a deer and I sue them, I want to see that shit collapse. <laughs> this is this is going to be uh, what our... Our version of what our parents' ones was where they're like, oh, we have cars that don't have seat belts and you can't make me buy a new one? All right. <laughs> well, that's what I'm doing then. Sorry about it. Yeah, no, if you start hitting me with subscription service shit, I will so, hold on yep. to the current one. As a, my, until my dad still has a times. car from 1960s and 70s. I will adopt that theory and just start fucking... I'll get a charger. Kaz, I, I, mean, I, only, I wish I still had the share of is the only shame about that stuff is that they are they are not built for impact collisions. Like people always show that, oh man, that you know they had sturdy bodies and everything back then. Like you can't hurt the car. Yeah, it's because you will die. Right. You are the thing that will Here, crumple in that collision. Fuck, you can hammer out the fender, but you got to right. make it through the wreck first. Right. I tell you how to do that. Just drive better. That's true. That's avoid, true. I mean, avoid. I know people. you're not talking to me. I have literally never had an accident. So. Look, there's only oh. one person. There's only one of us here that has had multiple accidents and wrecked multiple cars. That's Lindsay. Yep, about I've been involved all. in precisely <laughs> one accident, accident, and it was 100 percent their fault. So, I've wrecked. Actually, I think I've wrecked the most cars. I've re- I've totaled three cars in my life. Uh, hey, one. I it just, was an ice storm. I have and never told a one. And the one that you that one. The one I, I missed the most, on. you never broke. You, you didn't wreck. Yeah. Oh. the Shero? Yeah, no, my brother, yeah. my fucking drug brother took it, and Lord, he probably drug s- brother. He probably sold it that for car. Crack. Hang on. Tuesdays at eight on Fox. <laughs> that car was legendary. Cass and it I was so known. one one. What are summer, you doing, drug brother man? One, <laughs> just doing <laughs> stuff. Uh, one glorious summer, Kaz and I went out to his house and we worked on the Cheryl until we got it working again. It's the only time I've ever done anything like that, but it was straight up a fucking movie. Me and Kaz were out there like a couple of days, a couple of weeks. We're out there just working on this fucking car to get it working. Cause I needed a new car. It was amazing. It's like we were sitting, cause that was during the time when I'd like come by your place at like one, two o'clock in the fucking morning yes. and I'd knock on the window yes. like on my way through because I, I ain't got nothing better to do. So I'm like, I want to go see my cousin. So I, I knock on the window outside. You come, let me in so it doesn't freak everybody out. And then we just game for- <laughs> We just game until like four or five in the morning. <laughs> yeah. there, there was one and, night that Kaz came over and uh, I think it was, we invited Chad to come over. And Chad came over at like six in the morning, and we're like, "We're just gonna game all day." And we played for about an hour, and then went like, "I said, well, I'm gonna go to bed because I'm tired." Gone. But but it was during this time. It was like, "Oh, I need a car." And I remember thinking, "Oh, well, we got one sitting at the house." You know, the old Oldsmobile Tornado. It's just weedy. You know, got weeds around and shit. And I was like, All right, "Let's go it's fix weedy. these things." Weedy. It's weedy. <laughs> so that's to, to Shannon's point. Like we did, it's we spent weedy, like a couple kids. of weeks working on that shit. And yeah. got it running. And that car, I think by the time it died, it had 200, almost 300,000 miles on its odometer. I mean, and then it had went around. I gave it to my brother when he needed a car. I passed it on because Kaz didn't charge me for the Shero. So I didn't charge my brother for the Shero. We just passed it along. And then I don't know what happened to it. He probably traded it for crack beans or something, like three magical well, crack it, beans. Crack didn't beans? He wreck it? <laughs> what is he? 
Didn't it get wrecked on Hudsonville where it like ran, hit the ditch, ramped and landed on the No, the no, no. No, that was Jack the car. Jack the crack stock. That Jack was the, the giant crack pipe. That was the car I, that was the car I wrecked to need the Shero. It was a Geo Metro and it said sports car on the side. That would be the greatest lie ever told. Geo uh, <laughs> Metro sports. sports and only car. if they meant that you could use it as a ball in any given sport <laughs> because it was that big. Actually. <laughs> I think there was only one person who could hold a candle to you was Chad's Neon with oh, that fucking with the like, racing zzz, muffler and with shit. With the racing muffler yeah, and the I giant wing too. that was practically Man. taped on. Thank God it wasn't that, but yeah, I had I had a neon for a hot minute. Um from <laughs> God, what time when when was that? I got it I was in my apartment, so two thousand seven to about 2011 or so about four years i had a, i had a red neon and it was that was Chats. the one that got hit i was on broadway uh, Chats was a red neon, neon. yeah <laughs> man Except God, it was sold the most of was red neon. so so literally the first car i had before that was a 97 mercury sable it was green uh it was a whole shit leather seats but like <laughs> it had it had a sunroof it had automatic windows like it was pretty nice all things considered especially for a for a you know used car right. um and and that bad boy slipped a rod through the engine about one year after I got it. Yeah. Uh, so it was nice in terms of amenities, but that part sucked. And I had to get a car like on the fly. And my uncle, okay, I've talked about this before. At the time, he was my uncle, um, Jack Gutterman, Gutterman Motors over in, in Illinois. Yeah. Across that money saving know, Tanner, Yeah. Tanner's always like, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, fuck that guy. Um, and fuck him and his whole family. I hate that guy. Um, this is a guy who was married to my aunt who is like my favorite person in my family outside of my parents um she's my oh, mom's no. twin sister she's like my second mom so i'm i'm going to him like you know hand hat in hand like hey man i really need some help i've got to be able to get to him from work i need a car like today um and he hooks me up with this neon because i mean i didn't i didn't have any money you know i was working part-time jobs uh, but it was very much like a, there was no no help, no discount, no nothing. Like He treated me like any other jackass off the street, and this thing yeah. was such a piece. I mean, it lasted longer than you that said, Sable, but you like... You a rod through it? Oh, the, the Sable. The Sable the did, Sable. yeah. No, the Neon, the Neon lasted about four years, but like I said, I, I had it for maybe two weeks when that guy hit me on Broadway in front of Burritoville, so the passenger door was like dented in a little bit. Um... The oh, yeah, yeah. it was it was manual windows, manual I mean manual mm-hmm. everything. No, not that I needed a sunroof, but like nothing like that. Uh, God, I hated that car. By the time it was it was done, because I you know was driving it to and forth super early in the morning to to Cape. So I had a bird one morning, wrecked the headlight doing that. That sucked. Uh, Sarah called it Sad Maggie. By the time we got <laughs> rid of it, that was the the neon's nickname was Sad. I don't even know where Maggie came from. It was just like this is Sad Maggie, and she's got to go. Uh, my, uh, I had that Fiesta for a long time, but that thing also, yeah. by the time it was done, was a piece. My first car was a Dodge Shadow. My dad made me buy for seven hundred dollars. I'll never forget. That ain't even a real car, man. Is that not I a car? Never heard of no Shadow. No, I don't know. I'm oh, just, okay, but say, hey, you know, it's a real car. Yeah. So my dad made me buy because he's like, you need to it get a car. Been. 
And I, I bought it, and then that car, me and my friend Jerome were driving through Mound City, and we were going to the store, I think. He sees somebody down the street, and he's like, oh, I don't want to see them turn left here. And I turned left really hard, going really fast, because I was invincible. And I went straight into a telephone pole, broke the oh, telephone yeah. pole in half, and put a V in the front of my car. Drove that oh. motherfucker home, got out of the car, went upstairs, went into my house and told my dad, I wrecked the car. And he's so, <laughs> so disappointed in me. Hunter, I mean, you want to know, because these stories connect. Oh, First of all, would you like to know what the Plymouth name of the Dodge Shadow was? I I do. F- f- forgot, I forgot that a Plymouth was even a thing until just now. A so Plymouth yes. Sundance. Sundance. <laughs> that's that's racist. Plymouth Sundance. You just drive it right up to the film festival. Somehow right? that's, that's how that works. Yeah. And do you want to know what replaced the Shadow? Yes. The Dodge Neon. There you go. Yeah, there it yeah, is. There you go. Full yeah, circle. My mom had a neon when they were brand new that she got like like right off the the lot. It was the first new car she'd ever had. She wanted a new car, um, and that bad boy ran for like ten or twelve years before she got a new car. My wife has had two. Well, not, I mean, not two. Um, I guess three total because we've had two rogues because uh, we traded the one in for a newer one. Mm-hmm. But she had a Cobalt. She got a Chevy Cobalt. Well, okay, technically she had a Sunfire when she was in high school. I also she had a Chevy Cobalt. Cobalt. It's sitting out in she my parking Chevy. lot. <laughs> so she got a Cobalt right out of college, and it was also brand new. Her dad bought her, you know, brand new car. That was the the big, you know, congratulations as she was going right, to college. Yeah. Um, and that thing was like 10, 12 years before anything, you know, new after that. And traded that in for the first Rogue, and we've been in Rogues ever since. All right, but how would she feel about if she had to pay for DLC on this car? Yeah, there you go. Which, no. by the way, I have the list pulled up of things. So the article what... comes from The Verge. Okay. Uh, the, the heated seat subscription. Now, mind you, this is currently only active in uh, the UK, Germany, New Zealand, and South Africa. But uh, for oh. uh, heated front seats, it is $18 a month with options to subscribe for Ooh. a year for 180 three years for 300 or unlimited access to a thing built into your car for an extra $415. But here's the real question. That's what I was going to say. What does it save you off the car? Like if you don't get it, is the car legitimately cheaper? It should be. It's gotta be. Components are built in physically. Yeah. But that's, that's some fucking bullshit. If they sell you a car and they're like, well, it comes with heated seats. So we're going to charge you for the heated seats, but you got to pay extra per month for it. Or you can subscribe to BMW plus. And for $50 yeah, no. a month, you get everything. No, no don't worry. It gets worse because there are a lot of other options that you can pay for, including but not limited to uh, safety camera information, which is your car alerts you to traffic enforcement cameras. Uh, driving, uh, you joked, yeah. driving assistant plus, which Lawsuit. supports you on your journey by automatically maintaining your desired speed. You know, fucking cruise control, cruise control. Oh behind a payment plan a uh, high beam assistant as uh, Kaz said iconic sound sport and this is just a flat $99 and this is the dumbest fucking thing I don't even have the full description but it says uh, what I can read a driving experience that stirs all the senses transfer your vehicle's unmistakable sporty BMW sound I'm assuming the rest of it is into the cabin of the car because you know what's great when you pay for a BMW and that nice sound isolation putting that shit through the Bose speakers in the cabin. That's what you want. Uh, and then the other things that admittedly make a little more sense. There's like a 79 euro payment to update the maps in your GPS, which sucks because you have Google Maps for free, but that kind of tracks along with other car things. 
Yeah. yeah, I mean, if you're going to use the the stuff in your car, I yeah. get that. Like, if you're going to yeah. use the navigation in that, because we've done that before. The navigation in ours is outdated. We keep forgetting to get it updated, and then it's like, yeah, but we also have Apple CarPlay. Uh-huh. Plug in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just mm-hmm. use that map and be done with it. Lindsay and I, when we first started going back to Pennsylvania and shit, you know, we used to just print out the maps and um, read them, but then we got a legitimate GPS. But the problem was the GPS didn't update, so we would like be driving and would say, "Turn left here," where there used to be a road. There's no left turn. And now it's just a yeah. field. Yeah. Cass, Tony, they just drive right into that lake. She said to go there. <laughs> Cass, yeah, I feel... We were, oh, oh go my ahead. God. Go ahead. Go I ahead. was going to say just briefly, I remember going to... Uh, we were going to Savannah, Georgia on a family trip with my girlfriend's family before my senior year of high school. And we were driving through Atlanta, the main highway going all the way through Atlanta. And about every mile and a half, we just get, turn left now. And every single one of them's in like a fucking concrete wall. It's yeah. like, there's no exit here. Just take a direct 90 turn. And what I was trying yourself. to tell you was, you don't want to be in Georgia. Just get out. Just, just die. Yeah, just should, die. I should have I, I should have. That, oh, that trip went very poorly for me afterwards. So yeah, I should have done. That. I have. I, I have wasn't even driving through Atlanta, Georgia, one time. I've only been through Atlanta, Georgia once in a car because the first time we went to Disney, we drove to Orlando. It was a two day right. trip. Um, and then when we came back, we did it in one day, which was absolute insanity because yeah. we left it. We left Orlando at five o'clock in the morning. We got home to our house, like literally pulled into the driveway to get in at ten thirty that night, and that was like making good time, stopping uh-huh. very quickly for food. Um, but on the way back, I drove, I, you know, we traded off driving. I'm generally not good in, in big cities. I tried to do the longer stretches and then she would do the, the cities if we knew they were coming up and we needed to stop. Um, she fell asleep. Sarah falls asleep. I'm driving and I see like I'm pulling into Atlanta. I can see the fucking buildings. I'm like, oh, shit, this is going to suck. Like, I thought St. Louis was bad. This is going to be way worse. It was New Year's Day. It was like the walking dead, dude. The streets were <laughs> empty because it was the day after, you know, yeah. nobody was up. It, when we, by the time we hit Atlanta, it was only like, I don't know, 10, 11 o'clock in the morning. There was nothing going on. I, so I drove through Atlanta like I was driving through Cape. Like there was no Jesus. one there. <laughs> yeah, definitely not my experience. I, I <laughs> need to know. I need to know what Kaz's obsession with fucking Randy Quaid is. It's starting <laughs> oh, to bother okay. me. I didn't. Okay, I'll fully admit here. I didn't think that was Randy Quaid. I think that was. I thought that was Kyle Cage from Tenacious D, just wearing a wig like he does no, half the time. No, Kaz, did you ever see the video of Randy Tell Quaid? Me that like Cage. Fucking the like sex doll with uh, whose face was on it? Was it Hillary's or Obama or something like that? I thought it was Pelosi. This dude is utterly batshit crazy. Yeah, he's not like he's way beyond Terrence Howard's like crazy. Well, he was a good actor. I used to oh, love man, Randy Quaid. Howard got his own. He got his own language. Like, yeah, man. that's true. The, that's true. Terryology. I, and, and if I may, let me let me let me dive. No, I'm never mind. Never mind. Terryology versus Quaidonomics. Dive. It's coming to the next arguably entertaining. I fucking dare you. insanity. Dive, you pussy. Sorry. But he was a good. He was a good actor. Unfortunately, he just went completely. Insane. Hunter, I, yeah, I was going to say, it doesn't take much for, you know, Clint Eastwood was a good actor. He also talked to a chair. chair. Yeah, like, that's true. Start arguing chair. John Voight, good actor. Also Fucking crazy. crazy. Yeah. John Voight, big Tom guy. Cr- then, Tom you know, Cruise started so, dancing no, on was, the couch talking about Thadons and shit. That's, yeah, but that's Tom, a Seinfeld script. Anyway. Tom Cruise is the least crazy of them now. You know, he was I just know, excited. No, right. He just keeps that shit 
tempered. It's not that he's less crazy. Yeah. He's just learned to obey the PR plan. <laughs> he's he's the guy in the meme. Be honest, he's at the party going like, they don't even know. But you got to give them credit to be able to be self-aware to know that I am crazy. And as long as I don't do crazy, they won't know I'm crazy. So that no, no, oh, sign a chance. I don't know how he doesn't show us crazy. Maybe yeah, it no. was like the 700 member members of the fucking church who were like, hey, no, please no. stop making us look bad. We, it could we've... be worse. He could be a Will Smith situation when it comes to Scientology. It's like, oh. I'm up and then immediately down in the same day. Oh, by the way, Will Smith, speaking of, uh, Martin Lawrence did say they are still going to make Bad Boys 4, even after the Will slap. Who's Which, asking for it? No I one! I, prom- no I one's promise for you. It. I promise you there will be a bit in the movie about that. Oh, absolutely. No question about it. That will be in there. I would be surprised if by the time they get around to it, Chris Rock isn't in the movie doing the joke about it. Yeah, you damn near guarantee you. You'd have to assume they buried it. It, It's a very strange place. That's all I got. That sounded weird. When I think back of that, it's still. I do my best. It's still very funny to me that Chris Rock's response was, "This is the greatest night in the history of television." He's just like, making he a, got rocked. He's and just that's making a good out of that situation. With. Oh, speaking of awkward, to be, punt, to be hit in on live TV on the on like huge <laughs> award show and walk away the one that's everybody's like, "That's my guy." Yeah, that's the tough guy, not the guy fucking screaming in the back. I'll keep my wife's name out your Crying. fucking mouth. Having a complete and then, meltdown. And then, like a child. But, but 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 who won the award? best actor fuck yeah i don't know i forgot it was will smith i don't know will smith Smith. yeah yeah he won the award but who gives a fuck because no one's gonna remember that will Will was so tough he was looking out going don't keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth then he looks over at jada goes right honey did i do good did i defend you baby (laughs) um shit now i forgot what i was gonna say I knew I shouldn't have brought that up. Was gonna oh, make okay. Now I got it. Uh, speaking of awkward confrontations, did you hear about Jesse the Body Ventura? You saw Asa put it in the chat. Did you read it? Yes. That was fucking. I listened to it. I oh, listened I did to too. It, yeah. That was so awkward. Jericho just sitting there, keeping his little Canadian fat mouth shut because he knows Jesse Ventura will fucking <laughs> knock him on his ass. Figuratively, and and like a cartoon. Jesse yes. would actually do that and send his ass to Venus. Well, that's because Jesse was a very particular kind of ty- uh, tyrannosaur. It was. It was so <laughs> awkward. It was so utterly. I awkward almost got shit on I almost spit out margarita. Almost, oh, it's my last margarita. Come on. My issue yeah, was, like, was... at first when I listened to that interview, he was like, "Oh, all I want is an apology for this." And as I'm hearing that, I'm like, "I'm like, no, 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 no. I need a hell of a lot more than but from the one, you know, for them apologizing for one one of their racists." Like, yes. And then at the end, he was like, "Oh, if I was there and he, he said his breathing. things, he was like, <laughs> he wouldn't breathe." He's like, "You know what I mean?" I was like, "Okay, Jesse. I, now I do." <laughs> I love Je- now Jericho. We're start, now, now we're escalating. <laughs> I love Jericho's response of, "Yeah." Yeah, and yeah, then it went to uh, Omaha yeah. Steaks. Uh-huh. Well, that's because Jericho, 10 seconds before that was, no, I don't think it's the same show, but what was it, two days ago, he was talking about, like, you know, hey, Vince McMahon, what he did wasn't right, but it wasn't illegal. Like, fuck off. And his fucking yeah. wife marched on January 6th, so, you know, the dude didn't have a fucking leg yeah. to stand on, and he's Canadian. Yeah. Come on. How about yeah. to be sitting? Imagine sitting in that chair, knowing that who Jesse's talking about is your wife. <laughs> yeah, your but, wife. But, and Jesse's like, I'd put, I'd, I'd end him. And see, he's like, Yeah. 
See, what yeah. Jericho should have done yeah. is he should have got up, walked over, and slapped uh, Jesse Ventura in the mouth and said, keep my wife's name <laughs> out your fucking mouth. Yeah, that'd gone real well. That'd gone real well. And then Jesse would be like, you ain't got to be breathing. You know what I mean? <laughs> Jesse, the body Ventura, actor, if wrestler, my meaning, governor, marine. Shannon, have you ever seen uh, Killer Cross doing his impression of oh Jesse Ventura? God, I've heard it's really good. On. It's yeah. incredible. It is incredible. You know, come on, Chris. You gotta, you gotta keep it going, man. I can't do it right, but it's yeah. You it got another great. two in you. You got another two in you. I didn't Chris. even realize this. he's seventy-one years old. He's, yeah, yeah, he's he's, he's almost. Hold on, he's all, almost old enough to run for president. <laughs> Shit. No, I mean, didn't he? Didn't he try running in after? No, the, he was uh, too young. He was too young. You he gotta never... be at least. You got to be at least like uh, you know Alzheimer's age, like like really getting bad. He, he never oh, ran. Oh man, Obama's right there. <laughs> I, I almost I almost said I almost said he's one of the last good ones, and then I realized the racist implications of that joke, and I decided not to say it. And then I yep. said I was going to say you it, said it, which just said it anyway. Um, technically, Obama's sixty, so he like he's did his thing. He did his eight years, came out the other side. There's been two presidents since, and he's still. 20 years younger. Wasn't yeah. Obama, wasn't he in his 40s when he ran? Or am I yes, crazy? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yes. he was right at Which the Which is what it should be. Yeah. Sorry. Because it, it, it's 40, right, isn't it? I forget what the age is. It's 40, I believe. It's, I believe it's no, 40. There about 35? 35, technically. Oh, nobody that run, young is going to run, though. Well, my, no. My Romy biggest fear. Because the youngest was JFK, and he was, what, 43? My, my biggest fear is we're going to have this fucking, and this is not a political show. Yeah. That's no turning back with Shannon Young. Coming soon, maybe. Uh, I'm worried this. I'm worried this fucking Ron DeSantis is gonna win. I really am. I would rather have Trump than Ron He's DeSantis. Trump, but intelligent. I, yeah, I never thought I'd say I'd rather have Trump. But if I have to pick between Trump or DeSantis, I'm picking Trump, man. Because DeSantis, DeSantis is, is, a, is an intelligent Trump, and that's right. dangerous. I have good that's, news for you: you don't have to pick between them because they will not run against each other. Nope. <laughs> so no, please DeSantis don't pick either one of them. <laughs> My question uh, though is, who's gonna cannibalize the other? Because uh, you know, DeSantis before. Way, it, the the is going to eat him. Yeah, I was. That, this this only works. The cannibalization only works if um, if Trump doesn't get the Republican nomination. And I don't think he will. I, I mean, it's not like it's totally out of the question. Yeah. I think he will too. But but if he yeah if he doesn't, then Trump's going to try to run on his own, and that's that's where the fighting is going to. That would be great. So start. if, if DeSantis ran and then Trump said "fuck," and I'm going to run as independent, and they fucked each other over, and then it doesn't matter who the Democrat runs because they're going to win. It probably I won't mean, be Biden. I don't think Biden will run know, again. I mean, so we're hoping for a Jay Strom Thurman situation. That's terrifying. Yeah. That's what we're hoping for. Yeah, yeah, that's the nature of the world. But the thing and is, it, I don't really want Kamala to run either. I mean, oh. I, 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 it's nice that she's been up there and everything, but she's done nothing. There's been nothing oh, yeah. that's been done there. Yeah. I read uh, there was a – I forget even what subreddit I saw it in, but there was one a while back ago um, that was talking about this, and somebody had put forth a really good suggestion of who they should run. And for the life of me, I cannot think of her name now. I want to say she's from somewhere Liz uh, out west, Arizona, Utah. No, it wasn't her. No, and she wouldn't get it either. She was too closely tied to the Republicans too recently. I tell you, if I if I had my choice and the world wasn't such a shitty, well, this place wasn't such a shitty fucking biased, prejudiced place, Buttigieg. Buttigieg, I like Buttigieg a lot, but I, yeah, I've lost a lot of taste for Buttigieg on how he's handled the Secretary of Transportation. He's oh. put his foot in his mouth far too many times for what he should be needing to do in that position. Cody, I've, what I've seen so little of that because all I hear about is January sixth. 
Like, I never thought I'd be one of those people that's like, let's move on. But part of me kind of thinks let's move on. Because let's be honest, nothing's going to happen with the January 6th committee. They're not going to charge Trump with anything. And if they do charge him with it, he's just going to get away with it. And that's just going to strengthen his campaign like it was when he got impeached twice. So part of me is like, let's let it go and move on to something the fuck else. But I do just want to say this briefly. I misspoke. So uh, President Obama was 46 when he ran. Still sexy. He, so he was born in August of 61. Also, I never realized how good Jay Farrell's impersonation how... of him was. Jay Farrell's impersonation of pretty much everyone he impersonated was great. His Kanye yeah. impersonation. And the fact that they dropped him in his final year is still baffling. Yep. And uh, Taren, Taren kill him. Uh, yeah, kill him. Taren yeah. kill him. Same yeah. year. Both mistakes. Yeah, yeah both mistakes to do it that way. What's that, Cass? Yep. I said, was there was there some underlying reasoning for the J. Farrell situation? Or if there was, it never came out. They just dropped. No. They dropped Terry Killam for that matter. Yeah, yeah. It was their final year of the contract, and they decided not to renew him for whatever reason. Even though both of them said they would come back would and come wanted back, to come right. back, which is yeah. crazy because they were both really, really good. Um, yeah. That now, mind you, I'm sitting here also thinking the comparison of Jay Farrell impersonating Barack Obama compared to Fred Armisen impersonating See, Barack Obama. I always thought Fred Armisen to be up from that. I always thought Fred Armisen did a great Obama, but I didn't realize like the again the implications of having Fred Armisen when you've got Jay Farrell right there. Jay Farrell. Uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Choices, Poor choices. choices. Yeah, well, Fred Armisen's great, but the, the, the thing about Jeff Farrell is like you could literally put and, him uh, in, and say he can do anyone. <laughs> yeah. Is is Fred Armisen great? Because the more I see Fred Armisen stuff, the more I think like Fred Armisen just plays Fred Armisen. Right, he never really does anything different. No, Fred Armisen, and he was in a very of, of Nicholas Cage, like, but he, he was in a very out. weird era of SNL. Well, okay, I mean, okay. That era that we're talking about is the same one where I have criticized a lot of people like Kristen Wiig, who ultimately I don't is think also I find all that funny. They're, yeah, they're just, they do a lot of weird shit that we found. Like the Californians is an inherently unfunny cool. sketch, but it's just but so it's over funny. the top and ridiculous that yeah. you start laughing at it. it it's that's that the thing, thing. I don't think. It's that thing where you go full circle. It starts off being horribly right. unfunny, but then it goes so unfunny, it circles back to being funny. You know? Cold. It's so cold. Did you say it's so cold in the D? I'm looking for. Yeah, that too. I think that girl in the back's dancing to a different song. (laughs) To a different song. (laughs) You got to do it like Beavis, though. (laughs) I still need to watch that. I still need to fucking watch that movie. Oh yeah, I haven't watched it yet either. It's it's good. It's not. I mean, it's terribly stupid. But if you like Beavis and Butthead in any way whatsoever, you'll enjoy. Here's what I wish I would have done. I should have rewatched Beavis and Butthead Do America America first. Okay, and then well, watch the, do the universe right I afterwards. I will do that then. No, I've, I've seen. Like, did you not see that one first? No, he, no, he, he watched it first re-watched. before he watched universe. Yeah, oh, rewatch. Oh, dude, I, thought you I meant saw Do America in theaters when I was like ten <laughs> with my grandpa, who loved Beavis and Butthead, and watched it with me. He was the one who walked into the theater, and they were like, "Are you sure?" And he was like, "Yes." Please get out of the way. I I still remember having the schedule for Beavis and Butthead when it was coming on new and MTV and all the MTV videos that they were showing were actually bands that were playing at the time. Yeah. And we all agreed that Beavis and Butthead was a terrible cartoon with great musical interludes. 
they ninety six Sly was dude. I don't uh, think Be- Beavis and Butthead was not a funny show. Like it's like all right, so there's a bunch of shows everyone looks back on really nostalgically that just aren't funny. Beavis and Butthead's not funny. It has funny moments, and the music videos were great, like inherently great, objectively great. But as the show itself, I didn't like it. And there's another one that Lindsay's going to hate me for because we always talk about it fondly. But I'll be honest with you, I never liked the fucking show. And that was Rocco's Modern Life. I never I liked love Rocco's, Rocco's Modern, Modern Life. Life. Oh, it did nothing show. for me. But but as you had your argument the other day, like with Robin Williams, like everybody's got their thing. Everybody's got their like thing. That. Exactly. Exactly. So and I wouldn't, I wouldn't like say. Rocco's Modern Life was A, I thought it was hilarious, and B, that was kind of like my, like that was my childhood cartoon as well. Well, that's so why, about, I, that's why I would not say it's a bad cartoon. It just wasn't for me. Oh, that's why you won't say it's a bad cartoon. I want to know because of you specifically. Robin Williams, because I need to talk to somebody. Look, I don't think Robin. Yeah, I it never. There was that guy in the top corner dude? over there. I don't. I never Who's found. I never found Robin Williams to be. I think he was a great actor and a funny actor, but like his stand up did nothing for me. His stand up, motherfucker. You better I'm book sorry. me the next CCW show because I'm a Vince McMahon. Your ass. We're throwing potatoes <laughs> all night. I don't give a shit. We are throwing hands right fucking now. Cody. I, the Met is one of the best stand-up specials ever, and I will die on this fucking Cody, show. I'll tell you a good comedian compared to Robin Williams. Sinbad. <laughs> he couldn't even do it without laughing. Here's what's funny about that. Sinbad was actually no, not that bad at stand-up. He was pretty good. Right. That's Sinbad's the other way around. He wasn't a great actor, but he was actually a pretty a good, good stand-up, stand-up all right. things considered. You know what Sinbad's greatest role ever was? Was <laughs> Rob Thomas on It's Always Sunny. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Smashbox 20. Sing Rob. Shut, Shut up. up. <laughs> Sinbad. Sinbad is hilarious. And he is one of my favorite. He's in one yeah, of my favorite Western son. movies. He is in the Cherokee Kid, which is a great fucking Western movie. Really good. It. it was an HBO film. Cass, please stop with the Simpsons. <laughs> it's killing me. <laughs> what? How many clips good, do you boy. have? <laughs> Don't panic. What? The f- whole this okay. Oh I yes, up the yes, it's a wonderful thing. Oh yeah, go ahead. Yes. So the <laughs> the cast of the Cherokee Kid. Oh, it's amazing! It's amazing. What a wide ranging cast. Sinbad. <clears throat> yeah. Gregory Hines. Burt Reynolds. James Coburn. Yeah. Ernie Hudson. Yep. Burt that Reynolds. Love. Yeah. Don Lewis. Mark Pellegrino, who was Lucifer in Supernatural. For those of you who don't know at home. Fuck, what I don't the even know that fuck one. is this movie? It's all right. So it's about a guy. It's him and Gregory Irons or Gregory Hines. Sorry, who the fuck is Gregory Hines? Point. He's a wrestler. Yes. <laughs> it's it's him and Gregory Hines as brothers whose uh, parents are killed by this. Uh, I think he's a, like an oil baron or a railroad baron who's James Coburn, and they survive. And they get split up, and one becomes a uh, gunslinger called the Undertaker. Yeah, and the other one is uh, Sinbad, who's raised by like a religious family, and then he goes out on his own and decides to get revenge against James Coburn, and it's just a funny fucking movie. Ernie Hudson or uh, uh, Burt Reynolds is, is Otter Bob. He's just like Buffalo Bill, except he shot otters. And one of the things he talks about is how easy it is to shoot a buffalo because they're so big. You know how hard it is to shoot an otter. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's fucking hilarious. It's one of my favorite fucking movies of all time. It's Hunter. Even Walton Goggins has a small bit in this movie. Holy yes. shit! Yes. I didn't realize that. He yeah, apparently he's good. Jim Bob um, the Carver Gang. That wow. is one hundred percent a Walton Goggins character. I've not even seen it, and I know where that's <laughs> yeah, going. The name fits. Um, wow! I, I, to, I can't movie. believe I managed to find this, and I hate to drag us back to the politics for a split second, but I, I, I knew there was one. So, um, 
yeah, there was a, a subreddit mention on on uh, <laughs> Ask Reddit of who do you want to see as the forty seventh president, and this person was actually doing a pretty good breakdown of like who should do what. Um, they were were talking about not trying to you know if you if you try to not run Biden again, um, and and not all the regular ex- expectations, Bernie, et cetera, whatever. Uh, Gretchen Whitmer is the one that they they posited. Governor Wait, of Michigan, DNC is chair, she the one that almost Governor got kidnapped? Yes. The one that they tried yes. to, yeah, yeah. They yeah. Tried yep. to assassinate Brack. Swing yeah. state governor, Midwest support, middle class roots, moderate platform centered on infrastructure. She's not 85 years old. Um, those were kind of all the talking points. And again, DNC chair. Um, so, and again, her uh, approval ratings for them across the board, basically all down except for her. Have her, good. Have I didn't her, realize she's 50. Have again, her the, run. The candidates are running older than I expect. Have her run yeah. with Liz Cheney as vice president. You know, no, so no, do not forget who she is. So legit, but legitimately, mm-hmm. Liz Cheney has been getting a lot of support from the Democratic side. They're helping fundraise for her. That's because Americans' memories are fucking stupid. They're, they're very. No, don't never forget. She's a Cheney. She is. That's why you know you can trust her. No, quite <laughs> the opposite. One hundred percent cannot do that. The only that fucking thing. thing. It's literally like Democrats are becoming like a one fucking trick issue party like the republicans were like this fucking narrow site fucking low memory twitter goddamn attention span yeah but in this day and age in all seriousness in this day and age where trump dominates everything well you don't give a shit but and i don't give a shit either to be fair but like but the but the public does they're obsessed with everything republicans hate her and half of democrats do so she'll get a quarter of the vote it's just not gonna happen oh i i don't i don't think she should actually run as vice president that was a joke but legitimately she does have a lot more goodwill towards democrats than you know any republican other than maybe Mitt romney uh well now i can't make a point because principal skinner's waggling his ass in front of me and i don't know how to respond to that so we're just gonna stop that there. In fact, where did you get all these Simpsons clips? Did you just spend a whole a day? Big butt. His butt smells and he likes to kiss his own butt. Why do you have so many Simpsons gifts? Jesus Christ! Oh, and they still go. All right, we're done. We're gonna we're gonna get out of here because I haven't eaten yet and the alcohol is taking effect. All right, so uh, we're gonna get out of here for now. Before we get out of here, though, really quick, Hunter, uh, can you please read off the names from the PZ85 Gaming Chat? Our you weekly know- update. You know that I can do that. I yes. just have to bring up the names, and here we go. Asa is the Bionic Man. Cody is Peter Jelly Butter Time. <laughs> uh, my name is Stink Apple. Yeah. Bob, Bob is Small Shoulders with Dreams. Jesse is Bad Milk Blood Robot. Yep. Kaz remains Capitalism for Cats. For Cats. Shannon is also Thirsty Girdle. <laughs> Steven is water Nikki. Those two sound like they should be related. <laughs> yep, that's Tanner, Tanner is roping in heaven. And uh, <laughs> Zach Curtis is maybe my favorite new one, which is failed steak guy. I, I I'm really so, do. I'm sorry. Roping in heaven will always make me <laughs> Roping <laughing>. in heaven. <laughs> oh, it was after the, the Red Dead the funeral. The Red Dead funeral, yeah. Tanner? He's roping in He's heaven He's roping now. in heaven somewhere. All right. Well, go back and catch this week's episodes. On Tuesday, we had our preview episode for The Curse of Strahd. Everything's coming up. I can't do with The Simpsons, guys. Oh, man. I will, I I will watch Tuesday, them all the time. 
on Tuesday, we had our preview episode for the Curse of Strahd campaign for PZ85 Plays, which, by the way, this coming Tuesday first uh, episode. is a live episode. It's the first episode, and it's a live episode. The Kazmans will be around there. Around the same live. table rolling real dice. Yeah. It's going to be wild. It's the first time on Plays we've ever managed that. So in Kess. over two years Kess. of Plays, we've never played a live game. Jane is coming too, right? Yes, yeah. she'll be there. Is she going to be there at Hunter's? For the first yeah, time ever, to become friends. for the first time ever on the show, Jane, Kaz's wife, will be live on Podzilla 1985. <laughs> I mean, we'll maybe, man, it. they're probably going to be upstairs. Like, That's true. We'll follow be them. In the basement we'll game follow room. them. We'll follow them. All right. Um, Wednesday. And then when, so this past Wednesday, PWU got another one coming your way this next week. It was a great episode this week. Go check it out. Um, Thursday was After Dark. Top that five actors that sold us on a movie. Which was a lot of yes. fun. That was a good one. And I made a suggestion for next week, and I'm hoping you guys are into it. Five, I like it. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah. Movie or TV projects that you enjoyed, but they there's one problem with it, and you know how to fix it. Uh, you know I'll tell you. You don't know how to fix it. The number <laughs> the number one for me was you don't cancel The Adventures of Briscoe County Jr. That's the easiest way to fix that. <laughs> That's right. That's the only fix it ended. Yeah. And those were kind of my suggestions was like, you know, more seasons, fewer seasons, change episodes, change actors, that kind of thing. Those Kazmich. Yeah. I like well, it. Well, I don't want too many out there now, but um, yeah. So that's that's hopefully what we're going to do next week. And then we're right back at it. Tonight was horse time. All right. That's going to be it for tonight. I, I have a suggestion that when you name this episode, it should be horsepower time, considering how much time we talked about cars. Ooh, yeah, there you go. Fun. That, and that was the thing. Last night when I said, oh, I had a motherfucker of the week and I couldn't remember it, it was BMW and I could not remember it because yep. how dare you charge fucking DLC for features on a car you're going to sell me, you motherfucker. You rat soup-eating honky motherfuckers. All right, that's going to be it for us tonight. For myself, for Double H, for the Kazman, for Lindsay, for Cody, we are out of here. Until then, until next week, uh, take care of yourselves. We'll see you later. Kaz, take us out. Bang, bang. Holy shit. <laughs>